Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, lower the curb. I didn't, I didn't know what it meant. So one day I was running late for my lecture. And I just parked the car, grabbed Jason into the chair, off I went. Gone to lecture, finished lecture, went to the library. I can't remember, returning a book or something. I come back, I can't find my car. And I'm thinking, I parked, you need to see me, it was like a crazy woman. Said, I parked my car here. My baby's crying. And I'm going, God, I'm still going to go and pick the ones in school. But I parked here. You need to see me bending over and looking around and wondering what, what the hell happened to the car I parked. Oh, was it another street? I said, no. So I quickly went to the telephone booth. Then I uh, phoned uh, Joe at work. He goes, phone the police. If you show you parked the car there, phone the police. I phoned the police. They said my car was in the pound. And then I parked in front of somebody's house. That, that, you don't park in front of a lowered curb. I didn't know what that meant. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I am here with Ifi Adenuga. And I uh, just wanted to say a big, big welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Nina. So today, actually, yeah. I was thinking of you. I was doing my, um, I was picking my daughter and son up from... Uh, after school club mm-hmm. and then after school we went to the park and um, I was having this normal like you know mum banter with this other mum in the park I don't, I don't really know her but she was just asking me so how's school how's everything going and um I was saying that Blake's school in Hackney for well, year one and two have just offered the mandarin lessons so I said he's just started mandarin lessons and I thought a little bit like, oh, my son's starting Mandarin lessons. And then I thought, what does Ify do when people ask her that? Like, what are you, do you, you know how the little, what are your children doing? What are your children doing? So I thought, I thought, if anybody <laughs> asked you that, we're like, well, yeah, I've got Joseph, Jamie, Julie, Jason. Yeah, they're all pretty, pretty successful. Amazingly Brilliant. tremendous, awesome people. Um, so has that ever happened to you when someone who doesn't know you just comes up and says, oh, like, what do your kids do? <laughs> that happens off, very often. I could imagine. Even, and what do you say? How do you answer that? Even between the people in my community, I go, they are fine. They ask me all kinds of questions as to how I feel about what they're doing, yeah. how I manage to allow them to all go into one discipline. And I try my best to, um, to give them the answer exactly the way I did it. Because I can't, exp- I can't explain it any other way than the way I did it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So I'm here with Ify, who is the mother of Joseph Jr., a.k.a. Skepta, Jamie, JME, Julie and Jason. So incredibly accomplished creatives. Um, I mean, known worldwide. We all know them. I think if you didn't know them, you'd know them, if you go what I mean. You may think you don't know them, but you know them. And just you just must be 
I mean, I'm proud of my five-year-old learning Mandarin, but you just <laughs> must be incredibly, incredibly proud of, of all your children, all their amazing achievements. So I just wanted to go back, really, to the beginning and okay. just just pick your brains, okay. mum, really, just, just <laughs> thinking of just how did you do it for children yeah, I mean, if you can even answer that, but just I have two children, yeah. five and three. You have four, obviously, grown big children, but they were they were small ones. I know they were small ones. So, <laughs> how is there anything that used to just ground you to kind of get through when the times were tough? What did you lean on? Uh, first of all, um, I was concentrating on myself and the work I had to do as opposed to letting any kind of stereotyping or any kind of labeling or any kind of, uh, you know, societal uh, um, uh, coinage. Pressures, limitations, exactly. labels. Exactly. I, okay. I didn't let that get me at all because I just felt in myself, I've got work to do. I want children, I've got them. Okay, what do I do? I need to guide them. I need to listen to them. What is it they want to do? Because I'm running away from how I was raised. Yes. So running away from that meant I had clean slate to start mm -hmm. by completely. And how uh, was if you raised? How were you raised? Uh I wasn't I wasn't hugged, I wasn't kissed, I wasn't yeah. I was told well done, but in a very traditional way as opposed to hugging a child, kiss them on the forehead and go, Well done, sweetheart. Something yeah. like that. You know, like Make them feel you are you really appreciate them. I did. I did feel that they appreciated me from that kind of uh, 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 traditional way. For example, if I did something, say like I came first in school, my dad would go, "Oh, well done, my mother-in-law." We believe in reincarnation, so I'm like my mom's grandmother. So my dad right. calls me my mother-in-law. Okay. So okay. once he uses that uh, name for me. I you know, know that's his own way of saying, I love you, oh. you know. So and did it only come, did I love you only come with those achievements, like and, and only those, Exactly, only those times. Okay. And um, they, didn't, they didn't spend one minute, they didn't waste time chastising you if you did something wrong. And I mean, when you're chastised or beaten, you will not believe it's the same person <laughs> that is saying, well done, nenam. To you are you with me so i, I do I wanted, I, i've always found that confusing i wanted yeah. to come away from all that i wanted my child to know how i feel there's no point me hiding away from them i want to understand mm -hmm. them i wanted to understand what makes a child a happy child you know oh. we say it we think happy child is where there is mom and dad working uh food in the fridge and food on the cooker no, that's not a happy child. A happy child will be written on their faces and they won't feel any how to communicate with you, whatever Absolutely. the thing is. Absolutely. So I those are those were the, the part where I was trailing, even without knowing what, it, what the outcome would be. But I just felt that's the way I want to go. So I didn't let all the, oh, you're living in Tottenham, socially deprived area, oh, knife crime, gun crime. All that was happening, but... I was I was focused on me and the children I brought to this planet. Um, I love that you didn't um, let it with a bit of you. luck. Yeah, with a bit of luck, it worked for me. And rather than let it um, grind me to a halt, I kind of engaged with 
you know these young people they are talking about are engaged with them the the community where uh, it's an estate where so many people are living some with the english language some with that i engaged with them if you see what i mean i wanted to be part of this solution as opposed to yeah, so you were the mum that people. everybody knew on the estate then. Exactly. <laughs> I can just imagine. I was, yeah, I was representing them to the housing association, to the council. I did a lot. I, no, not being paid or anything. I just... Yeah, you were the advocate. You were the mouthpiece. I, absolutely. I hear you. And I, I felt so gratified doing it. So I knew exactly where my children were. And I was able to, as much as I could, to, um, to um, keep an eye on them. So I think that's brilliant. And you're not just mothering your children, you're mothering all the children oh, in absolutely. the area. Every one of them, even non-Africans call me Auntie Ify. <laughs> Non-Africans. Now that is an honour, isn't it? What, yeah. what, 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 what are we talking about here? Jamaicans? Yeah. Going that far? Somalians? Uh, <laughs> Indians? All, all of them in the oh. States, as at the time. All of them is Auntie Ify, Auntie Ify, Auntie Ify, Auntie Ify. And I really enjoyed it. That's such a testament to you because children, they they can sense energy, can't they? And they, yes. they know who to trust. And for Absolutely. some child who doesn't know you, you know, if you're not blood related or you don't see them often to for them to trust you that much to share their problems and call you auntie and just that really is that's special. Feel that's comfortable really special. with you. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's big. I always Tell my children that you don't have to hug anybody. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like if there's something you don't feel comfortable about, um, don't do it. Because I remember as a child being forced to do things, to, to do things, to interact. Yeah. And I think it it really um, and undermines you're yourself, them. Being, Why am I doing this? Exactly. At the same time, you have this uh, uh, unseen obligation to really do it well to to please them. Yes, that's how I was raised. I yeah. need to do things to please my mom, my dad. Well, I think then what I call the disease to please. You then spend <laughs> your whole life trying to do these things. And, and honestly, it can affect, you know, your relationships. It can affect if you go out for a promotion or not. Forward. Everything. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you have to be given the room. I, I, I say, I remember when I used to say it, but I didn't know what I meant as when I said it. When I was at the uni, I said to myself, I need to be a scaffolding for my children and not train them. You know, like we are bent, especially us black people, we are so bent on, I need to train my children so that they become this. I need to train them so that they, no, because you're not sharing the same generation with them, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, whatever uh, you want to imbue in them has to come from them. Because mm -hmm. if you don't understand them, if you don't relate to them, how do you know what you're pushing to them is the right thing? for them yes yeah. what i mean i agree i yeah, agree people ask me how does it make you feel all your children are all in the entertainment industry now i didn't lose the sight of me being daddy and i being part of the reason why that happened and that's the atmosphere we had in the house we what had was all the, the atmosphere like take, take me home to iffy's house <laughs> we had all the electrical computer, musical, everything, gadget. Because daddy was doing a, a computer science at the time. I'm working at cash converter. So these were the first thing the children laid their hands on going right. into their teens. So it's like they could be playing 
guitar over there. The other person is playing piano over there. And once in a while, they're doing drama in the living room. So we had that. no boundary. Yeah. We had no boundary where the children should go or where the mom and dad should. No, we didn't have all that. I so love that. How... Sometimes it can be adults and here's the kitchen table. Sorry, Absolutely. here's the adults and here's the, here's the kids' table, the kids' spot, the kids' room, or adults are in here, you go do your kid stuff. Yeah. But just giving them free space to roam and be Absolutely. brilliant. They were, nothing was out of bound. They computer, mm. they a sound system, everything. In fact, they would bring their friends to when daddy and I gone to work. They would ask, ask us and they bring their first friends, they would sit down in the living room and play with music on the sound I system. can imagine your house was the place to be. You know, yeah, so it's like I was more concerned about seeing them happy because I wasn't. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't molested or anything. It's just that every time, all I lived that dream of being like this, being like this. But because of my cultural and traditional background, it wasn't happening that way. Mm. So when I got here, I, I, I found that opportunity to really try out things the other way. Do you know? I salute you so much for that because it's so hard to fight against our programming absolutely. our wiring it's absolutely. so difficult and even when you we are consciously it. trying we to do it, it but in the end we just had to let go oh, we fight it yeah i think it's i think it's so brave because in some spaces i can imagine people calling you crazy or like absolutely um, being the wild one i, I can imagine about crazy ostracizing me that is yeah. nobody is ringing me never mind asking me to come to some gathering Aww. and the rest of it it didn't bother me because i had, yeah. i was growing three boys mm -hmm. and a girl in tottenham that mm. is enough on my plate oh and my I, goodness I, I was at the uni at the same time well that that is more than enough for anybody you know? that is more than enough so, but, but, but still, it's lonely and it's hard. It's hard to stay in that place of course with your is. convictions, doing what you want to do. What you know, you? being that kind of that that odd one on the outside. That's hard. If you're marrying a, a, Western, a Western Nigerian person in the first place, that's where the ostracization... Well, you really did it then, didn't that's you? Where that started. That's, that. <laughs> that's when the whole thing started. And then when the kids were growing up and going into, rather than going to do medicine or law or accountancy, or, I'm letting all of them go into entertainment industry and they're going to entertainment industry that is unheard of and... I saw my children doing it. They liked it. They 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 doing it so well. Yeah. Yeah. Why should I stop that happiness? Why? In in the like silence of of yourself, was there ever any doubt? Was there ever any yes. fear? Yes. Right? At the beginning, at the beginning mm -hmm. of grime, there was so much bad press surrounding it. God, there was yeah. so much yeah. happening, the postcode war and the rest of it. Yeah, and oh. no one understood it, like right at the beginning, Absolutely. obviously, all the, the main press. The music genre didn't even have a name. Exactly, they, yeah. They moved from garage to whatever else they called it before he yeah. stopped at grime. Yeah, and as so at it's a this fresh time. time, there's going to be so much resistance and no one understands it and it all feels Absolutely. scary and new, so everyone just... And mind you, I li I was as at that time, all I was making sure was listening to what they're saying, what they're yes. saying in their what songs. Your children right? Okay. And because I don't understand all of them, I was just listening to what Junior and Jamie were saying. If you see what I mean. So when Jamie's record just because just because we come from the gutter, we know about scraping the bottom of the butter. Don't mean yes, we have the to, lyrics. Don't mean we have to be seen as major labels. Don't. 
that got me. And mm. I called the two of them and I said, I am so proud of you. Oh. And it was in the uh, voice newspaper. And I'm thinking, what? I yes. don't care what anybody else says. If my children are happy doing this and they could make a living out of it, so be it. And that's how, that's how the rest became history, to be honest with you. Literally, history. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's history. Skepta chose us point blank that he's not going to uni. He wants to do music. This was when wow. Tupac died. 1996, right. I think it was. And look at that. That yeah. That is honestly a testament to you as well, to for him to be able to stand there and say that so clearly. Exactly. If he and was like, the kind that had that boundary of parents and kids, I don't think he would, he would have had the nerve to bring his uh, school certificate to daddy and I, throw it mm. on the table to us and say, this is what he's got for us. He doesn't want to go to uni. He wants to do music. And we looked at each other and we said, okay, if that's what you want to do, fine god that makes me beam honestly just and and jamie because he saw how we dealt with junior he went straight to greenwich university but even with him going to uni the first year him and his mates developed a radio station at greenwich university so it's still the entertainment industry thing isn't it Mm -hmm. and julie Mm -hmm. gets up to uh, a uni at um, east london to do event management comes out after a year and I can't make friends. There's none of my age groups there. I said, okay, what do you want to do? Before I could ask Julie what she wanted to do, Julie had applied to work in, because I, they were the pioneers of um, IKEA in Edmonton to work in IKEA when the, the thing came in. From IKEA, she moved on to uh, Apple Grand, uh, Floor Shop. From nice. there, she moved on to Rins FM. From there, she she's doing drive time. From, Julie was just, you know, like moving on as... I would imagine it's because he's seen what the brothers are doing as well. He kind of egged her on as well. Yeah, she has mm. seen what her brothers are doing. But yeah. I, honestly, the the subconscious stuff, the, the 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 stuff you can't touch, the stuff that you are just feeding into the air they breathe, is what gave them the space to be able to do that. Absolutely. Honestly, a, a, a happy, grounded child who has the audacity to say. This is what I want. Some adults can't do that. Some adults can't. Especially African, you couldn't. You yeah. would dare tell your mom and dad. Never. They would Never. Say, that's all I worked for all my life. To oh. stand to you. No, that's not what yeah. I worked for all my life. I'm raising you so that you can be a good person, be happy, free, like I I am in my adult life, yeah. or I'm wishing to be in my adult life. That is. That's the way I see it. Yeah, but that that is true. true Daddy and I, Daddy and I, we haggled over a few times, but in the end, mm-hmm. it just had to mellow because we saw the kids enjoying what they were doing. Didn't it? Yeah, but um, that's 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 how they can be so successful because they are truly enjoying what they're doing, and it shows. Obviously, it yeah, resonates everybody with everybody. Is a team player. You're not you're not a child. You're not a son. You're not a daughter. You're a team player of this Adinuga family. So anything you know you're going to be doing that will make you happy, that when we hear it, we'll be happy for you, get on with it. Do you look at any social media comments or read any... Absolutely. As Jamie will say, he goes, I'm I'm, I'm a spider, I'm on the web (laughs) 24-7. I watch all that. I watch all the reactions to their music and... Yeah, yeah Insta- I follow them on Instagram and the rest of it. I of do. course you do. And, do. and what about any of the negative comments? It doesn't bug me. I don't, I don't know. Because I see it this way. They, 
whatever they, no matter how wonderful we all feel they're doing, there must be some people who don't like what they're doing. Yeah. You can't deny that. There are people who don't like the way it sounds or the way the song is said there or, so you should, we would respect all that. But initially, when, I think it was during the MySpace time, I used to go there, I coin a different name. I want to cost them back, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And when I mentioned it to my, my, my children, Junior said, Mom, allow it. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't let me hear you doing that ever again. You know, and I stopped here. I went, okay, if they can endure it, why can't I? I know, but it must just just like speak to that mama bear, like, how dare you? That's my baby. It must, it must. Yeah, but there are few few and far between, though. Yeah, of course. It's not not, not all the time. It's just one or two people I I see. Uh, It doesn't bug me because I see more that are really, really appreciating um, what they're doing. So. That offsets mm. the the bad uh, comments about them. Yeah, how do you think your children would describe you and your mothering? Oh my goodness! <laughs> they were, if you asked me this before I published my book, I won't be able to answer that. But since <laughs> I published my book, what they you wrote know. about me wows me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamie in particular said, for years, all the identities have been making art to keep record and tell our story at the same time. Mom, oh. you've turned your whole existence into art and immortalized yourself. What a shame it would have been if this story was never told. So when I read that, and I'm because I didn't consult any to write it, even they didn't believe I could write the book. When I read that, I went, wow. So is that what, how he was seeing me? Jason is another one that was me because my whole life knowing you as as my mother has always made me very proud. It's amazing and inspiring to know that what I understood to be all of who you were was only the tip of the iceberg. Thank you for teaching us to seek out truth for ourselves. Aww. So my, I, 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 think, I think they have a good uh, feeling about me, just as they have about, about their dad. Because we joke about it, we go, your creativity, you got it from that. But your uh, being yourself, your personality got from me. So each time we argue about that in the in the house when we're together. Yeah, oh. I think they I think they think really nice of me. Touch yeah. you would. <laughs> and by Ify's book, we're talking about Endless Fortune, which is out now. So did your children learn anything about you from reading your book? Is there anything they didn't know? Or anything Loads. you were like worried to put in there? Loads, just like uh, Jason said. The totality of who their mom was or yeah. is is the person they know from when I was raising them, is it? Yes. Then give them this backstory about how I too was a child, rushed off, nearly died, suffered, did this, and, and it's like since since the book, all of them, I don't know. I might be wrong, but it's like they see they see me they see me differently. As yeah. they, so you're not just mom, you're just this human being, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. You're and, a person uh, and a woman too. Absolutely. And what what I like most is the fact that they were able to see or they are now able to see that how Daddy and I raised them is completely mm. different from how where we how we were brought up. Yeah. I like the fact that they have that knowledge. Yeah. I have the, I, mean, I like I like that idea that they have the knowledge. 
That that's amazing. Any advice to any parents listening, or any African parents listening, who have chosen to raise their children, I don't know, non traditionally. Any advice on just how yeah, to do it? It's just them to follow their heart, in there as well yeah. as they will have the open communication line with the children. Because if you can't communicate with them. If they don't find you comfortable to sit down and chat and joke and tell and be reasonable with, no matter what what they try to do, you will be feeling either guilty that oh you're not you're not guiding them the traditional way or you're not guiding them the non-traditional way. If you, mm-hmm. if you can justify what you you have in mind as in how you want them to grow up, you are allowing them to be themselves. Because at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Allow them to be. Don't, Absolutely. You don't. You don't. You don't tell them how to follow themselves. How to go get a job. Where to go get this. Well, and then when they do one small thing, you go. Can't you use your brain? No, they can't use their brain because you've got it. Mm. You got the. You got hold of their brain. So allow them and observe, relate to them, and let them go. Believe you me, people might load you for a ball. It all works out in the end because I am happy because they are happy. If they weren't happy, I wouldn't be happy. That's it. And I suppose that was my next question. That is the same advice you'd give for any parents whose children are choosing a non-traditional career. It it has to be down to them. Ask questions. Exactly. Ask questions. Why do you choose that? Where do you think that's going to lead you? Because believe it or not, as you're asking them questions, they are working out. Because don't forget, they might just get up from secondary school and go, I want to be a lawyer. And mm-hmm. they haven't thought anything about it. They just like their fancy cloak and whatever else they've seen, snippets they've seen on telly or whatever else. But when you ask them questions and they're answering those questions, they will be processing their own thinking why they want to be that thing. Because at the end of the day, if that's good for them, that's what they're going to become. If it's not, they'll just come back to you one day and go, you know what, mom, I, I thought about that uh, 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 law thing. You're right. I- I'm going to go do da 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 da. And you mm. start your questioning thing again because it helps them to clarify whatever idea they have in their own heads. That's it. So just or don't go, don't go telling me you must be stupid to think this. Why are you yeah. thinking this? No, 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 no. You don't do that. Open communication. Absolutely. Otherwise, they have their guards up. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you need to have the open communication Absolutely. to come and share with you. Very, or very the inevitable, awful things that might happen. You need to hear about everything. Absolutely. Very, very important. You need to know exactly what it is they're thinking of. Because wouldn't you, who doesn't like the idea to say that their child uh, is reasonable, reasons things out? Everybody wants to be the mom of a child that reasons things out. So why are you then telling them what to do, where to go, what, how to do this, how not to do? No. Let them reason it out. Ask questions. Form that scaffolding and let them grow within it. Oh. As at the time I was doing it, I didn't know that's what I was doing until yeah. when I decided to write my book. That's what egged me on to write my book. When Junior won the um, um, Mercury Award, I went, wow. That's what did it. So this is where I am today. And you know what? I'm going to pen this. I'm going to yeah. put this into writing. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Because I, I bet it gives so many women hope and especially any mothers reading, any African mothers, any woman who's reading who's... It's a fresh time for a lot of women right now. This is the first time that we've had kind of this level of status, this level of access, this level of money, this level level of influence. So it's going to be lots of resistance. And anyone looking to step outside these boxes, which you're doing, stepping outside the stereotypes... It's tricky. It it's is. tricky and it can is. be lonely. And I bet, you know, I, this book speaks to so... I, I, t- I tell you how I made it easier for myself. Again, is damning this idea of labeling and name calling. And yeah. if, if you ignore that, because somebody constructed them. Yes. If you know yes. somebody constructed it, constructed it they, they had, it was a means to an end. There's a reason why they constructed the thing. You're a black and ethnic minority. They, 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 they. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I do. Uh, what I would say to, to anybody who's willing to do things differently is the fact that keep thinking you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for, to show people or to, sh- to, to show to community members, particularly in our black community, that, hey, listen, look at me now. I'm a good mother. You see, I'm raising my kids. You see, I'm sending them to the Oxford. You see, I'm sending them. No, you're, that's not what you're there to do with the children. You're there to love, appreciate, and create space for them to grow. That's, that's all it. you need to do Understand, by understanding them, what it is they want to do, understand it, so that you'll be ready, ready to... I remember I used to drive my sons to run down estates where they went and play, play the pirate radio station because I knew they were, they, they, they were liking what they were doing and they were good at what they were doing. Sometimes I'll do it where daddy is sleeping. I'll just jump in the car, take them. As soon as they finish, they text me, finish, and I wait for them to jump in the car and then drive them home. I love at the, it. At the back of I, my head, I was saying to myself, I know women, even if I had the police siren, I wouldn't be frightened because I've got my children around me. Yeah. If you see because, what I mean. So yeah, if I you are thinking to do something differently, don't, you have to be ready to ignore the, uh, I don't know, all the backlash, backlash on you within, from the community as long as you have a goal you set yeah. that you're chasing to, to achieve. Don't let it bother you. Some people, some people can can enjoy, but that's how I did mine. Yeah, and so many people would have been running away from grime, running away from private radio stations, running away from late night gigs, whatever you're doing. But you were driving them to it. Absolutely. And, and then they also know it's okay. This is what I love doing. My mom's there. It's okay for me to do this, and I and, guarantee and, that. And I also kept them on the straight and narrow as well, because if they know they have yes. their mother's support, they will not yes. do anything that will really jeopardize that relationship. 
Yeah. And I was doing appropriate adult, uh, uh, both the training and uh, doing the volunteering as well. And I, I trained people to go to the police station to make welfare representation for young people and vulnerable adults in police custody. So the kind of work I'm doing, going to uni, studying education, my children, I say it to them, I go, listen, if I hear that you did the X, Y, and Z, I don't care. I will, I will be the one to hand you over to the police. So they know that. They know that. So the kind of work I'm doing is also helped me to inform how I'm raising my kids because the work I'm doing in our paperwork and paper trail that informed you on what the rights of children are and what the law is and how they should relate to the law. So I was relating all that to both my study uh, at the uni as well as raising my children. So we need to get involved, get engaged with the children. We are not, yeah. the majority of us are not engaged with them. We think when we buy them presents. Do you think that's been lost? Yeah, it's a massive loss because we think we, once we can buy them presents and smile at them and you know, throw them up and that's love, they seem the love. No, you need to understand them. You need to know what makes them tick. But not as in not as in pushing them to rely on you, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Let them let them know that they are responsible for themselves as well. Like I said mm-hmm. to you, we were all team players. Everybody's hoping to bring good news home. And once that is that is the understanding, the meeting of the mind of everybody, you relax. Yeah. And and now being a grandmother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like this time around? The Is that... best feeling ever. Oh, the best feeling honor. ever. Yeah. Trust me. Because yeah, it gives you that opportunity to reminisce. Yes. You know, like, think, take a trip down memory lane. Yeah. How it was for you. I watched my daughter-in-law's changing the babies and all that, feeding them, and I'm going, wow, there was a time I was doing this to the father. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. And most important of all, as much as I love to hang around them, when I finish, I step out, I go You're done. And, You're home. You're in bed. Their parents look after them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so it's fun. It's what fun. a blessing. It's fun. What a blessing. That's so, lo- so, so yeah. lovely. I got to now. I'm hoping I'll get more. Yeah. Everyone listening, we're hoping for more. Hoping for more. Wow. Wow. For any mums that are listening right now yeah. that are just struggling. You know, there must have been times where you where you must have felt I am at I'm on the ground. I'm on the bathroom floor. This feels relentless. I've got four children. There's like I can't catch a break. Um Especially when, have, the, when, when the house bill and the rest of it catches up with you. Yeah. And maybe it's near school to open school when you need to go buy new trainers and new... And <laughs> new you buy four at the same time. <laughs> and you feel yeah. spaced out. Yeah. Really, I just, I just, I just go back into myself. Make a, that's another, another practice I think some of us don't do. Mind you, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, how do I say it? It's not something I kept regularly, but when I did it, it really helped me. When my head is full like that, mm. I make I make a a week or two weeks uh, projection of how I'm going to manage whatever the obstacle is. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? 
And once I do that, I try as much as possible to follow that. And if there's anywhere I can cut corners, I do cut corners. I wouldn't lie to you. Mm. I don't know how you wouldn't with four. Like, I really don't. As well as that, I also did journaling. You know, like the writing things down. Yes. Rather than something killing me, rather than me really, really worrying myself sick, I could be repeating my monthly list for the next three days (laughs) as if some of the money should disappear. It doesn't. But the more I, I repeat it, the more I think of how I'm going to manage this. The and you always did. Yeah. And parents, that's a, that, I should think that also gets us because I, I'm, I'm guilty of this as well until I realize it. When, when we are at that stage, we should try as much as possible to keep, the, keep it away from the kids. As in, don't rope them. You know, like they come to you, cry to you for something. And rather than you to deal with them as you would, you just take out that anger. Of mm-hmm. God Almighty, I'm sitting down here thinking of how I'm going to pay the rent tomorrow and this little rat. Yeah. Is, da, 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 da. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't do that because children see through us. Oh, they can feel that energy, can't they? They, they, they do it. what you, yeah. they see you do. They don't do what you ask them to do. They see exactly the way you behave. That's what is going to be. Like I mm. said earlier on, creativity, the children got it from that. That is DIY Mogo. But uh, personality, they go from me. Children do exactly what they see you doing. If it's good for you, it will be good for them. That's so. It. so try to keep, try to keep your stress, your anxiety, away from them. And that doesn't mean shutting yourself away from them. It just means you taking a break. Whatever it is you do to calm yourself down. What I mean to soak yourself in a uh, what is a redos bath or whatever it is you go and do. Whatever is journaling like i said writing like i do you go and do you know and then when you're relating to them you're relating to them as normal yeah so just take a minute if you ask my kids now they will tell you the only time they've seen me cry was when i lost my mom and my dad and my brother so it's like they they know that yes seriously that mom is in in pain do you get what i'm saying yeah, exactly. But if you I keep do. taking out your stress or your anxiety or anything else that is bugging you, mixing it up in the way you relate to them, it confuses them. Mm. It confuses I can imagine, them. especially young children. Yeah. So you're just taking that moment, I suppose, just knowing yourself, knowing your gut, knowing your normal. Yeah. You know, I need to take a minute. I need to go in. Like even if it means taking a space from them, even. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Junior. Can I? Can we continue this later on, please? I just need two seconds, and you disappear. So just, so just, I'll put the shower and I'll scream, wow! Mm-hmm. I scream at wow, that is shower, you know. Otherwise, I'm writing it. I'm writing everything down. It helped me. It helped me. Don't black moms. May I ask a few questions? Sorry, I've come in late. This is Ola, Effie. Oh, sorry, hello. hello <laughs> How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I've been listening to you, don't worry. Um, let, let, let come African time. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to worry, not to worry. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I've been sitting listening to what you're asking. Oh. And I, I just wanted to ask some questions about when you, do, you, know, you went to university. Yes. And it's very similar to me. I went to university um, just coming up to my 40s. Okay. So how, did you, how did you juggle, um, obviously, <laughs> raising the family? And I, I know, I know it's hard work, but you know, I, I want to know how you did it as well. 
they call it adult students, isn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they called us mature, then. Mature, mature. Adult, mature students. Oh, that's yes. right. Mature <laughs> students. Yes. Yeah. My Jason was four months when I went to uni. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And I was breastfeeding him, even in the hall, in the lecture hall. Yeah. Wow. I swear that's down. Amazing. I just put the show around myself. My baby is eating and I'm doing my lecture. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And the fact that I drove helped yeah. as well. So I was able to move from A to B. Once I sorted the, the movement, my transportation out, everything else was okay because uh, uh, the kids, we lived so close to their school. So they didn't wait for me to drop them anymore. They just walked to school. Yeah. And I just picked up my uh, uni bag, baby, uh, uh, what is it, uh, stroller, off I go. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I, I learned about curb, you know, lowered curb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 didn't know, I didn't know what it meant. So one day I was running late for my lecture and I just parked the car, grabbed Jason into the chair, off I went. Gone to lecture, finished lecture, went to the library. I can't remember returning a book or something. I come back, I can't find my car. And I'm thinking, I packed, you need to see me, it was like a crazy woman. Said, oh, I packed God. my car here. My baby's crying. And I'm going, God, I'm still going to go and pick the ones in school. But I packed here. You need to see me bending over and looking around and wondering why happened to the car. I packed. Oh, was it another street? I said, no. So I quickly went to the telephone booth. Then I uh, phoned uh, Joe at work. He goes, phone the police. If you show you park the car there, phone the police. I phoned the police. They said my car was in the pound. They are parked in front of somebody's house. <laughs> that, that, you don't park in front of a lowered curb. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Um, you need to see me sweating on this day. To quickly, and he transferred the money to me, 105 pounds, for me to take a cab to go get my car and rush back. <laughs> Rush back to uh, uh, which one here to go and get the keys. Oh my oh, god, with the baby, with the baby. Wow. Yeah, the thing is, it was hard, but you weren't thinking that, were you? No, it was, you're, you're, not, you're just living it, you're just yeah. in it, aren't you? You're just, you're just doing it. You're, you weren't, you weren't thinking because at the end of the day, you're thinking, at the end of all this, I'm gonna get me a degree, I'm yes. gonna change me a yeah. job because I, I left it. Absolutely. Can you retelling that story? I'm like, what? Like, were you breastfeeding in lectures? Were you leaking Absolutely. in uni? I was Absolutely. Like, what? I was breastfeeding like Jason at the uni. I rushed back and forth everywhere with him. Wow. You know? Yes. Oh, Even though it's in, it's in my book. I remember the, in my end of my first year at the uni. I was so excited that uh, uh, Elizabeth Bone, my head, um, this uh, what is the department head, you know, like using me as an example in the in the uh, end of year party. Even if he had the new guy with the baby, did this, did this. I was so happy. <laughs> I had the first glass of wine. Go to take the second one. I said, no, 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 I need to go home. Look at the time, two, four. I jumped in the car. I'm coming back on uh, Seven Sisters Road. And the traffic just lined up to the St. Anne's Bridge. And I'm here to go to Winchmore here. I said, okay. Let me take the bus lane. Then there was no CCTV. The <laughs> <laughs> bus, dri bus drivers took yeah. bus drivers took photograph photographs of people and reported you. Anyway, I said I'll take me this uh, shortcut and go into that street and straight away I'm off to 
which one he'll go and get my kids. I don't want them calling social services and the rest of it. As soon as I turned into that road, there was no bus coming. No bus saw me. But as soon as I turned into that road, little did I know a policewoman was standing by mm. the tree there. Mm. That's how she stopped me. Oh, my God. Me and my African... Please, I'm sorry. My children are in school. I need to go and pick up my children. Please, I'm sorry. I don't want them to call social Oh, we've been drinking, have we? Oh, my oh, God. I tell you. As at the time you're going through all that, it doesn't bug you. You're feeling the pain, but you know you're doing something you want to do. You couldn't be doing anything else. Like me. I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't be at work because I just left gone, um, redundancy, 13,000 a year. Then I go out after having my baby looking for work. I'm getting 10,000 a year as a, yeah. a secretary. I went, well, you know what? I'm going to school. And that's how I went back to school. So I made up my mind to go back to school to improve my, my employment opportunity. So yeah, with, that, with that happening to me, I didn't stop to go, please support me, Jesus. No, I was even telling the police woman, because don't forget I was doing a proper then. I was saying to her, I said, why are you blowing your siren? Anybody who doesn't know will think you've got a criminal in the car. She goes, are you trying to tell me my job? Are you trying to teach me my job? Oh my goodness. You didn't think about it. You just, you just did. Get around with it. You know, I got the call. You had a goal, you had a goal in mind. Card, that's it. Huh? You had a goal in mind and you needed to get there. Absolutely. I didn't have any of you. There was no option. I've left work. I've gone to school. I need to finish it. Definitely. You know? Yes. It, it's hard. But once you set the goal and yeah. you, you are 100% sure you can hack it, what's wrong with it? Don't stop and start brooding and... So long as you're alive. Inspiring to, I'm sure there's lots of um, mothers that are thinking, I can't, I can't go to university. Oh, severally. That's for other people. So, you know, like when I was listening to your story, because I listened to audio, but I was just like, yes, like hopefully, you know, women will, will, you know, listen to your story. Because you know my story, you know that's, my that's, were, that's why I'm. I'm I, I I was I was still struggling. So you know, having a baby where you're yeah. breastfeeding one and no. <laughs> Can you so, imagine? I, I'm even thinking what it is we could I could do to for my book to reach the community I wanted to reach. Because right now it still hasn't gotten to there. I have my majority of my, well a number of my community members ringing me and i'm retelling my story to them individually mm-hmm. it's something i would have loved to have them together and we we make it a thing so that moms yeah. you're not you're not your life doesn't stop because you're a mom yes are you with me because some people think my, resp- my responsibility is to raise my children and make sure they go to this and make sure no you have a life to live yourself yeah. So all you need to do is understand them and then ensure you're, you're a supervisor. Ensure they are happy. They're doing what they, they, they like to do. And if they're earning a living from it, Bob's your uncle. And you two <laughs> are happy. Yeah. So it's difficult for majority of people in my community. Everybody, oh, how am I going to tell Papa this person that I'm going to go to? Some people can't even, it's, it's unthinkable for them to say to their husband or partner that they want to go to university. Yeah. Because I know I fought over mine anyway. <laughs> it's, it's in my book. We fought over mine. But as soon as I went in, the next year, my husband came along. <laughs> so it's not, it's not easy. His education as well, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. When I went to university, who are you going to leave four children for and going to university? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to go read that you haven't read? And you live in, you have four children and you're going to university. To do what? Yeah. I said, I must go. If I don't go to university, there's nothing else I want to do. You know, I, I don't want to uh, take a low pay from 13 grand to 10 grand. If As at the time I was earning 13 grand, I only had three kids. Now I have four kids. Then I'm taking a pay, 3,000 pay cut. I said, no, I'm going to school. Uh, it was a it was a massive fight. We even called the police. Even. It's in the book. I wrote it in yeah. the book. Yeah. And uh, eventually he came along. So it's not easy for no. us in our community to have that understanding. Yeah. To, for me as well, I think, because I'm single. I was yeah. single when I went to university. That's so why you're able to I go straight know. away. I only had myself to answer to. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> So Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know if I had a partner whether it would be different, it's, but you know, it's a cultural thing, definitely. And, and what I say about culture uh, is, culture identifies who I am. Mm-hmm. Culture, my tradition and my culture tells you who I am, where I come from, what I eat, uh, what area I live, or everything about my profile. It profiles me. Yeah, social culture. Everyone needs that. And that's the one that gets you in relationship with every other person. Yeah. So we have that, that problem where, where as long as we understand our own culture, we, we are not interested in anything else. Culture or anything else, how they do things. So, no, no, we are not. It's that way we do ours. That's how we, that's what we want to know. That is wrong. Your culture should just identify you. You need your your own uh, personal culture as well as the social culture. Social culture will enable you to navigate the rest of the world. Yeah, will enable you to relate to. If you know, like they say, oh, uh, terrorists are terrorists. You could, your next door neighbor from Afghanistan or from Libya, whose child and your child go to the same school, and one mm-hmm. particular day you're not going to be early enough to pick your child up. You call your neighbor, oh, please, as you're picking. Uh, can up, please. Can you pick up uh, Jason for me, please? You're not going to say, oh, because he comes from Afghanistan. No, who knows? No. So that's you need that social culture as well to understand that, to be able to relate to everybody else. Yeah. So our culture, what I did is I sifted through it, took the relevant ones and ran with it. You see, the rest of them, I just let it die down because I wasn't... That was passed on to me. And that is not working in my generation. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I still think it's brave. I think it's so brave to, yeah. to do that. People yeah. would look at my mum if, if... So we used to... Because um, we didn't like pepper. So yes. we used to have like... We have like ground rice, but we have it with baked beans or something. Yes. And people oh, would God. come and they would talk to my mum like, why are your children eating... <laughs> Why are children eating? I put sugar in my my walls for my yeah. children. Exactly. Yeah, brown rice. Yeah, I put sugar and, because and they chew it, they don't swallow it. Yes, and very much like because we didn't speak Yoruba either. You know, they would ask mum, you know, our parents, like, why have you not taught the children? What Same is wrong with here. Your what is happening? Same here. And, What's and, going and, on in households? And you know, the, you know the question I throw back at them. I go, even children that are going to private school in Nigeria, they don't speak Yoruba. They don't speak Igbo. Yes. They speak English. Yes. They don't mm. speak all these languages. They're wanting us to teach the children here. Yeah, my children are, don't need 
Yoruba language here because they they're not born in Nigeria. They're born in here. They have to relate. Julie, my daughter has just got a teacher to teach her Yoruba. Yes. Oh, are you with me? If they want yeah. to learn it, they can learn it. But what I what I allowed them to have was what they needed to survive. Here. Yeah. Yes. I think that's the way my parents looked at it. They were like, because you're they you're they need Yoruba, they need English. So yeah, because, because, you're, because the language you speak guides your your thinking. Yes. I, I, I remember um, um, doing Julie's hair, and I said to her, in my language, keep your head uh, uh, still, otherwise I'm, I'm going to break your neck before you know it. <laughs> See? Did you hear me? Because I, did, I, I didn't hear, I, didn't, I don't know what you said. You said you, you said you mean it. Now, a child couldn't do that to, in our culture. Mm-hmm. But me, because I know he doesn't understand my language, I'm not going to go snapping her and banging her in the head. Because to us, you will see it as she's insulting. She's very, um, how do you say? Abusive. Yes, she, she's very disrespectful. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. yeah. Very, no, none of my children, because if you disrespect me, you're disrespecting yourself. Oh, that's what I used to do. Because no, no smacking. If you don't wash your dishes, I'll use a big bowl, pack it, and I put it in front of your room. And with felt tip, I put it on your door. Blame it. Don't blame this on your gin. Blame it on your laziness. Until you wash these dishes, nobody's allowed to come in and come and play with you. Straight away, they will rush off to go and wash it. <laughs> so if you don't communicate all this with kids, where all, all you're doing is chastising, telling off, instructing, advising, even the things they don't need your advice, you want to advise them how they should do this. You're seizing their brain. That's what you're doing. You should let the brain have breeze. Let it think. Because they love it when they tell you something they're doing and they can see the joy on your face that you, oh, that's very well of good of you, son. Oh, that's very good of you, daughter. They love it. Yeah. Like my, my children it. love, you know, if I, if I, you know, the word proud is like the best thing to them. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Saying, oh, you know what? The thing you did. I'm, I'm so, so proud, proud of you. Of yeah. course. And the more you say it, the more they do things. Yeah. The more you say it, the more they do things to impress you. Yeah. While enjoying themselves. Definitely. Definitely. And mm. I think, I think as well, it's because I went into a career that obviously my parents, that you know, it's, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a doctor, I'm a creative. So uh, was, you must have ha- you must have had some, some kind of <laughs> battle to get that going I was, there. Girl. I was definitely, I was definitely classed as a bit of a rebel. What? Um, but now I know that my family look back and go, actually, yes, like, you know, and the thank God we didn't stop her. Exactly. Helped me explain, explain why I don't have to be a lawyer, you know, to be successful. So, you know, my children, they definitely are not picking like traditional roles and that's okay. You know, they, as long as 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 they're happy. Yeah. As long as they're happy and as long as they are you know, putting a hundred percent in. Um, I'm making a good living out of it. You don't worry yourself, mate. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's it's, it's definitely. a cultural thing. Is that cultural thing? Yeah, meshed with religion is killing us. It's, it's definitely. Oh my gosh, if it's, I it's limiting, that, isn't it? It's stifling. Yes, yes. I definitely people are stuck with this. Isn't it? Yeah, people are stuck with it. You know. 
religion and um traditional traditional. why is it only like four or five different careers that you know culturally we see as like um acceptable you know you know what it is you know why you know why is it acceptable is living through living your life through your children Mm-hmm. Right. They are, they are surreptitio- surreptitiously doing that, but don't know it, and they don't want to own up to it because growing right. up themselves, they they are trying to be somebody in that discipline, in one of those disciplines. Definitely. To prove I mean, it to their parents. Exactly. And as that is not happening, because every one of us is struggling to make a living, as that is not happening, they start having children. They now want their children to achieve that. Yeah. That's wrong because right. you are not the same generation with them. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine uh, Margaret Thatcher's generation because I was in this country during Margaret Thatcher's generation when she was stopping young people having fresh, free fresh milk in this in yeah. school. There was a time we relied on that so much that at least my child will have, have a glass of milk to to take before coming back home so that I can then begin to scratch my head what I'm going to feed them with. Are you with me? Yeah. But that was that was taken away. Now. Children of today, they cannot imagine that kind of relationship we had with all those politicians those days. So for you to then insist your children should be doing things traditionally and culturally and traditional, you're killing them. Yeah. Let them be. Let them be. So long as they're not insulting you, they're not smacking you, they're not cursing you. That's another thing. I remember when I was growing up, my parents, once you they hit me, bam, bam, I will rub the pain and as I'm rubbing the pain, I'm cursing them. <laughs> and as I'm cursing them, I'm uncursing them. You know, like stupid fool, you do stupid hell. Go forbid, go forbid, go forbid. At the same time, I'm cursing them. At the same time, I'm saying, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, forgive them, forgive me, forgive me. It was turning me mad. I still had to yeah. go and do whatever it is they wanted me to do, even the ones they didn't ask me to do, just to please them. That wasn't raising a child, that wasn't a way of raising a child. Because for, for, as far as they were concerned, I'm in school, they're putting food on the table for me. I am happy in the airport. Sure, sure. For me, I am not. So that's what I cut off. I want my children, instead of going away and cursing me, anything they need to say, I want them to say it to me so that we can discuss it. We can yeah. talk about it. It's not easy. It's traditional religion. And I didn't drag my children to any church, except there is a ceremony like a christening or wedding or... Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I didn't take them to church Monday to Sunday. No, I didn't do that. Um, that would have been great for me. <laughs> I didn't do that at all. Oh, Ify, thank you so much. Thank you, Nina. Thank you so much for sharing with us, for being here. I appreciate you just really talking with us. Um, and keep up the good work. I love your uh, podcast. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I just appreciate you being here, and you know it's an honor. I watch you, to I watch you once in a while, same as uh, Home Girls Unite. Those two <laughs> podcasts, you and them, I, I love the nice. two that I, I, I check you guys. Well done, girls. Well you know done. what? I feel Auntie Ify is giving me this this praise. I feel honored. I feel I'm honored in, in my little kitchen. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so Thank you, much. Thank you, my darling. You take care. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Moms on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Moms. Thanks so much for listening. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 